Welcome to The Outside Story, a podcast on TV, film, and media from an outside perspective. I am your co-host, Jonathan, and with me today, I have my brother and co-host, Larry. This month on The Outside Story, we're doing an October Halloween special. And today's episode is an episode that we've entitled Cosmic Horror, or Sci-Fi Horror, if some of you are, you know, are wondering what we mean by cosmic. And cosmic horror slash sci-fi horror is just kind of one of those, it's almost like an intersection, kind of similar to when we did comedy and horror or horror comedy. It just mixes these two very, very distinct genres and and, and puts them together. But, Mm -hmm. you know, if you really think about it, sci-fi is kind of actually really scary. (laughs) It's like the, um, it's the fear of the unknown or Mm -hmm. the fear of uh, of what can happen, the fear of the future. You know, yeah, technology. Um, yeah, like there's what a lot can of te- aspects. Yeah, what can technology do? And then when technology does develop the way that it has, like, like where is it going to bring us? You know, mm-hmm. and then it brings us to these horrors that are like alien, alien esque sort of horrors. It's not just horrors that we feel here on Earth, but like mm-hmm. an outside, foreign sort of force. So the two movies we're going to be talking about today are Alien and Annihilation. And so yeah, let's talk about Annihilation because that's the one that both of us have seen and then larry's going to talk a little bit about alien before we dive in do you have anything more to say about cosmic horror or sci-fi horror yeah so cosmic horror is basically horror that's kind of like beyond our understanding and sci-fi does a good job at capturing that and what makes sci-fi so distinct is that a lot of times sci-fi is used as like a uh, of what could be in the future or what we could see right so you got like blade runner and star wars star wars is more like fantasy-esque and then blade runner is more like gritty mystery but with cosmic horror it's very specific so the kind of things you might encounter outside external forces or within yourself because of the kind of world that you live in and it's funny because, like, now that I think about it, we probably could have talked about Upgrade, too. Do you remember Upgrade? Yeah, that's a really yeah. good one. That mm-hmm. would have been a good one. But, I don't um, know if it's horror. It, yeah, maybe the thought of it is scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But I thought it was by the same guy who did Saw. Was it not? No, no, no. Same studio, I think. Mm. But I don't think it's the same guys. But, mm. but yeah. All right, so. Yeah, Annihilation. You are a huge, huge fan of this film, so I think I, you should do yeah. a synopsis of it. Sure. I freaking love this film. I saw it again today. Um, <laughs> I've rewatched this film maybe five or six times. Uh, I really like this film because no matter how many times I watch it, I'm always learning something new. Um, and that's good sci-fi. Personally, that's good sci-fi. It's sci-fi it's good is storytelling so- in general. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I can always just pick it out like every single time. Just because of its themes and what it's trying to say. But um, so Annihilation follows this biologist professor. Um, she's like a, a military scientist who became a professor. And her husband goes away for this confidential classified mission for a year. Cuts off all contact. And then a year passes and then he comes back like a whole different person. Like a changed person per se, you know. and Not even uh, changed, like a vegetable, right? Yeah, which my first impression, like when I saw this, I thought it was like maybe PTSD was kind of what he was kind of going through. And so Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like that happens a lot, you know. Mm -hmm. And then the husband gets sick on the way to the hospital. They get captured by some government officials 
and then Lena, who's the main girl, she gets captured by the government officials, and then she wakes up in this bright white room, and she is being interrogated by a psychologist who talks about this phenomenon that's occurring where they're at called the Shimmer. Like a couple years ago in the story, a meteor hits this coast, and uh, when it impacted, it created this kind of bubble barrier thing called the shimmer and it's hard to kind of make sense of what it is everyone everything they sent in has never come back out and so they can't ever get a clear indication of what's going on inside there so lena's husband was part of a military team that was sent in but he was the only one that came out everyone else basically perished or just never came back and so the psychologist is thinking of sending in another team with herself to go inside and then during this time lena is kind of debating on like what to do because she wants to help her husband but she can't do it just by being there she volunteers for this expedition and then the team goes inside the shimmer and then they experience uh, the craziest things um, species and creatures that are coexisting interbreeding like cross species kind of experience so they start seeing some really funky looking animals and product of plants and such it kind of starts to affect them, not just them physically, but also like psychologically. And then they basically have to go to the source of the Shimmer, which is like at a lighthouse. And then they're hoping they can find something there. And so that's pretty much the premise of Annihilation. When I first heard about this film, I was just more interested in it. I didn't really know it was actually going to be horror. I just knew it was sci-fi. And I was like, well, the last sci-fi film I watched was Arrival, I think. And I really liked that. And so I was like, I'll check out Annihilation too. And I liked the cast. So I watched it with a friend. And I think he fell asleep maybe <laughs> a little bit in the middle. This film was really slow. And I always preface that to anyone who watches this. Like, it's really slow. And um, Yeah, the joke is that uh, they're annihilating everybody by making them watch the film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, you will be like, annihilated. Like seriously, that's the, that's the tagline. Even <laughs> upon the film. even upon my second watching, I had a pause after like 15 minutes. I was like, okay, this is too slow. I need to go and do something uh, <laughs> to entertain my mind yeah. before before I can slow down again. You know, like that's how slow it was. Uh, we watched the film in theaters, and there's a part where um, Lena and two of her teammates are bound by another teammate who's kind of going crazy. And then uh, there's a scene where like this bear looking animal like goes in the room and starts sniffing them out. And then I remember like in the theater, like no one moved. It was so quiet. Like everyone was just like so tense and like, oh my God, what's going on? What is that? What is that? You know, everyone was just so tense. Um, and oddly enough, like Annihilation didn't do too well in theaters, but that theater was packed. I don't know why, but it was just packed. I'm like, okay. But yeah, so... Oh, and now it's just the kind of horror that's not really jump scary. It's more like the thought of it is mm -hmm. scary. Um, the thought of things changing, the thought of things mutating, the thought of our bodies just slowly killing themselves. Kind of the things they talk about throughout the whole film. It's just unnerving. And it mm -hmm. kind of sticks with you as the film ends too. And definitely stuck with me. Like that's how much I liked it. <laughs> it definitely yeah. stuck with me. Um, and, and like I said, I've seen it five or six times, and I could see it again. I always try to find ways to bring up this film to other people. And I made Jonathan watch it. I remember I made <laughs> you watch it. So yeah. So what'd you think? I liked it more than I thought I was going to. And I actually watched it a second time with a few of my friends. 
And then I don't know if I've watched it again after that. But yeah, I really liked this film. I feel like it has so much to say. And I think that that's the beauty of sci-fi. You could just say all these like things, you know, about it talks about like biological stuff and medical stuff and like all these like technologies and stuff too, you know. And then it also has this like huge, like the shimmers, like this huge analogy for like cancer and stuff like that too, you know? And it's just, you know, because like one of the theories that my friends and I talked about was that that every character was essentially living through their trauma of having cancer. Like for example, the husband is the first one to have it and he comes back and he's just this completely different person. He's not himself. He's a vegetable of what he used to be. And then the cancer comes back mm-hmm. and, then, and then it kills him essentially. And then one of the women goes crazy Like when she experiences the shimmer, she starts to go crazy. She starts to blame everybody else. And then one woman, she's just kind of like accepts her fate Mm -hmm. because she's turning into this like flower person. And then there's the main character who's like the fighter, you know, like it's like, it's like, oh yeah, I have this like thing that's like turning my body against me, but I'm going to fight with all of who I am against it, Mm -hmm. you know? And we see that at the very end when she has this really, really trippy scene with her, um, with her clone Mm -hmm. as she's like, Literally, like, her body is trying to fight against her own body, mm-hmm. and she can't find a way out. But still, she fights, and she fights, and she fights, and then she gets out. And she's the most, quote, normal out of everybody after she leaves, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, she meets her husband, who, I guess he didn't die, but she meets her husband again after she leaves um, the Shimmer. And was it her husband who asked her the question or was it she who asked the question? She asked the question first and then he responded with the same question. Yeah. 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 What, what was the question? I don't remember. Like, are you Kane? Because she saw an image of... Cause right. in the she saw her husband die. Yeah, she saw her husband quarter. die. Yeah. And then she assumed it was the clone that she's talking to. So that's why she asked, like, are you Kane? And then he goes and says, I don't know. And he says, are you Lena? And then... It just kind of leaves off like that. And then it ends. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I think it's, 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 it's such a beautiful film. Very scary though mm-hmm. for, for, oh. for, for folks. Yeah. Uh, scary. Mm-hmm. So yeah. don't, don't underestimate the, the scary factor of it. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely doable. It's mm-hmm. not, it's like thriller verge of horror, you know, sort of. Yeah. But it's very unnerving. It. It's yeah. very unnerving. For me, at least, you know, the part, remember how I told you in, in the last uh, few episodes ago about mm-hmm. like human like figures, yeah. mannequins, dolls. So like when the plants took the human genomes, uh, the human hawks, <laughs> like that, that still unnerves me a little bit too. Cause like, that's so uncanny. I was like, that's so weird. Like how yeah. could plants grow? Like trees grow to look like humans. Like that's yeah. so like unnerving, you know? Yeah. Yeah, um, I think that's interesting that that's your that's yeah. your trigger. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so yeah. weird. It's like human like figures that are not human. You know? Yeah, like that's so yeah. weird. Mm. Um, it trips me out sometimes. Um, mm. so, so yeah, that that part definitely got me. But um, yeah, so like I said, Annihilation is a film I can just keep watching over and over and over again. It's really well done because there's a lot more to say. Because you know, um, as Jonathan was saying, there's there's the part of cancer to it. But then another theory or a theme that goes with it is change, how people yeah. react to change. Or transformation. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's just so many different little things and quotes that this film like brings up. And mm-hmm. I'm always learning something new every single time I watch it. So yeah, it's definitely a really, really good film. Like I said, the horror is more 
subtle. It's more psychological than actual like jump scariness. Maybe there's like one or two jump scares, but otherwise, yeah, it's like a whole another kind of horror. Yeah, okay. it's a little for mm-hmm. people who don't do gore or like stuff like that. It's a little gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Okay. Heads up. Yep. All right. So our next film is Alien. Yeah. So um, I didn't watch this one. So Larry, mm-hmm. you can go ahead and talk about this one. It's yes, a classic, right? Yeah. So I think so. I was just looking at more background info because I just I know about Alien. I know Ridley Scott. I I know this film is very very iconic, and I'm trying to figure out like okay, why is this film so good? Maybe everyone's just you know hyping it up, and um. So I watched it. And I forgot that this film was released in 1979. <laughs> yeah, it's old. <laughs> so what I mean is its storytelling is very old. It's very mm. slow. And I think a lot of its influences were like Star Wars and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And I remember Star Wars was very, very slow too. <laughs> and so mm. I don't know if what it is. Maybe it's just a trope with sci-fi because this isn't the only slow sci-fi film I've seen. You know what I mean? Annihilation is slow. Um even Arrival is slow. And Blade Runner was slow. So maybe it's just a trope in sci-fi that everything <laughs> has to start off really slow. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah, Star Wars was definitely slow too. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think... Okay, so the, my theory is that the reason why they're so slow is because they're trying to take you into this world that they're in. So they're trying to take you and show you the landscape, kind of expand on what it is you're going to immerse yourself into. Alien is about this group of, I want to say they're like mining ores or something, and they're supposed to transport it back to Earth. But then they receive a distress signal on this moon to go, like, check it out. And the thing is, like, they don't want to do it. You know, they just got done mining all this stuff. They don't want to deal with it. But then they're like, well, company protocol says we should probably investigate it. And so they go and investigate it. They open this egg. Then something comes out of the egg and attaches itself to one of the character's faces. And then they quarantine him, and then this this face hugger infects the host that it's in, and it bores like an alien egg, and becomes this alien creature that attacks the rest of the crew, basically. And so, like, um, to be honest, like I had a really hard time watching this film because it was just really slow, and I didn't really know what was going on most of the time. But I do understand why a lot of people say like this is a classic. This this is a good film. So a lot of people say there's a lot of sexual undertones in this film because um, it talks about how, like, I don't know where people got this idea from, but um, I completely missed it. Because, okay, so usually when it comes to, like, film critique and uh, symbolisms and undertones, I can usually get it really quickly. But Alien, I did not get it at all. Like, I don't know what people were thinking, but I just couldn't get it. Hmm. Or maybe I'm just really stupid. <laughs> but I didn't get it at all. Um, yeah. and the, I so mean, I had, it's pretty old. Yeah. So yeah. You know, maybe it wasn't really trying to have all that yeah. stuff. Or maybe it wasn't relevant to our time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's relevant back in the 1979. That's where people could see the undertones. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of like a trend of... Okay, so like annihilation, right? It's about change. I could see the undertone because that's kind of what we're going through right now. You know what I mean? As a society. We're going through some kind of major changes. And so Alien, I think, has a lot more sexual undertones. Maybe it might be like a product of like the sexual revolution, maybe. That's mm-hmm. kind of a stretch. But anyways, the the point is that it has a lot of sexual undertones with like the alien, like face-hugging the, like, the male... And the male, like, giving birth to this alien. But, yeah, like, to be honest, otherwise, like, I think it's more of, like, the thought and the idea 
mm-hmm. of this blank alien that you have no idea like these guys aren't military they're not prepared to handle this but they have to deal with it anyway you know what i mean i think yeah. it's just that plot thought yeah is what is what kind of makes it fall under its horror genre yeah maybe yeah, there's and, like one or two jump scares but yeah go ahead yeah and that i think that's that's kind of what makes the film it's just this this idea you know yeah um that that there's this life force out there somewhere that is extremely parasitic you know and and all it wants to do is just kill, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Um, yeah. That's cool. pretty much it. Yeah. But Awesome. Oh, well, but also, I guess, another thing. It reminds me of the anime Parasite. That's the actual premise of it. This alien force that comes from outer space that's very parasitic, and all their instinct is to kill. You know, mm-hmm. that's literally its premise. Um, so it just reminds me of that. And I guess it would fall under horror, too, if mm-hmm. you... Oh, yeah. Yeah. De- yeah. Parasite is definitely horror. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Cool. All right. Great. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of The Outside Story. Tomorrow, we're going to look at the subgenre of gore. Ooh. We chose two movies. The first one is Saw, and it's about two strangers who wake up in a room with no recollection of how they get there. And soon, they discover that they are pawns in the game perpetrated by a notorious serial killer, the Jigsaw Killer. And then our next movie is called Raw. It's about a young woman named Justine who's a first-year veterinary student. She was raised as a vegetarian, but as a part of hazing rituals, is forced to eat meat. And then it Mm -hmm. starts to uh, spiral down into craziness. So Mm -hmm. definitely take a watch and come sit down and talk with us tomorrow. Bye. (laughs) Bye.